Welcome back to Box Office Breakdown on the Popcorn Talk Network. I'm your host, Sarah Stratton, and we're about to break down all the numbers. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Box Office Breakdown. Hello, hello, and welcome back. I'm your host, Sarah Stratton. Today, I'm here with Tom and... Hello. Welcome to Popcorn Talk. Ooh. That was because I didn't give enough energy yeah. right there. Popcorn that was my instruction. This right here is me trying to get pumped up. But it's not working yet. So we're not on yet? I, I know. We're on. I think that was just, remember, earlier before we got on air, I said I probably need to do about 1,800 jumping jacks. Oh, we're on live right to, now? Yes. Yeah. Sarah's tired. You're I'm, tired. I no, just no, no. I have a ri- I have a rib problem. Okay. Yeah. He has a rib problem. Right. I'm tired. JT is not here. The world is crashing in on itself. Yeah, sir. Big yeah. sigh. But yeah, it's tough. It's been a tough week. Well, you've been working. Yeah, my new job. That's why he wasn't here. A new job producing music videos. Well, you know, we had a whole spiel about that last week. I know. For you. I know. It's your destined career path, judging girls. For music videos. I did a little bit of that. Okay, what, what is the criteria? What do, what do you look for? Ask first, face second. Always, it always, that's, that's an in-depth list. I was, ex- I was expecting, like, at least a five-point bullet point. Like, over 5.8. No. Ask no. first. Just two. You're asking, just two. Ask first, and then face, if it's not that good, we'll just throw a ton of makeup on it and call it a day. Oh, so it's really only one bullet point. It's ask first. Okay, now that that's... Ask second, third, and fourth, and then maybe the face. Nobody really cares about that anymore. They shoot low anyway. There you go. <clears throat> if you are looking for a music video career, work on that, and Ass you are set. first. So maybe to pump up our mood a little bit, we'll talk about some of our winners. Yeah, let's do and that. And we didn't really mention them that last week, because we were pretty certain that everyone got messed up by Mother's Day, Mm -hmm. but we did have a winner for the Civil War week, um, which was Eric Toombs, who guessed within five million of Civil War's opening. I just want to make sure we said that. Really? Because we didn't say it last week. Yeah, nice job. And then winners for this week, we have for The Darkness, we have Diego Cruz, who was one of our also five for five winners. Mm. Another five for five winner, along with JTE. Um... JT was five for five with Mother's yeah, Day. Yeah, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yes. Um, who also won the Money Monster guessing game with Hayden Claiborne, who tied with Omar Abel. Um, the other five for five winners are David Fable, um, mm. Jour Mugerly. Yeah, he's from Ben uh, Campbell. I know, where, I know him. And he's Renee Flores. So, people getting back on track with these guessings. Steven yeah. and JT were kind of in the right ballpark. I lost. JT went, I mean, Steven went 5 for 5 too? No, JT went 5 for 5. Steven, <laughs> like, was on the same page as JT, but tried to be different for a minute, but then was like, no, I agree with JTE. Mm-hmm. So, that half of the table was getting good luck. So, why are you so tired? You have to go, did you, what did you have to do? You said you were going to do 20 jumping jacks before the show started? I said I'd need to do something like ju- jumping jacks Should or like Zumba. Or Just like, do it right now. No. Okay. No. And we'd set the TV up and, you know, we'll figure it out. If we put the camera I'll, on you the whole time. <laughs> no. Well, I'll just do a reaction a reaction a video. Reaction a reaction video? reaction video to your doing jumping jacks. So you're doing jumping jacks? I'm so tired. Probably I might fall just off fall my chair. <laughs> no, I'll fall off my chair. <laughs> Wait, let's rap. get into some of these numbers from our domestic box office. Because we're going to start with Mother's Day. Oh, so a piece of junk. Mother's Day weekend, we had it had a nice 
increase from its pretty dismal opening, but now it's plummeting back down. It drops 70 percent down to three point two million dollars and it was up 150 theaters so big drop but it made it it's beating Um, everything else i mean keanu (laughs) wow keanu really yeah we had some but zootopia which came at number six only had a 12 percent drop but that still only brought it at 2.8 the darkness opened this week at 4.9 million Mm dollars it didn't um darkness competing with um, a couple of our other movies for not the best Rotten Tomatoes scores. It's coming in at, I believe, under 10%. Yeah, they did it for nothing. Yes. Um, it was, Mother's Day has 9% from credits, 56 from the audience. The Darkness comes in with 6% from critics and 27% from uh, the audience on Rotten hmm. Tomatoes, but it still made 49 $9 million. Then you go up to Money Monster, so starring Julia Roberts and George Clooney, yeah. coming in at the third spot with $14.7 million. So this is actually a little bit high, um, or like good for what tracking was predicting. I would have said right around there. But I, mean, I think... I would have went 13.5 to 15, and that's pretty much what it did. I think the tracking was just trying to soften the blow from these stars creating a disappointment. Mm-hmm. I think that they were just like kind of guessing low because they didn't want it to sound like George Clooney and Julie Roberts had a flop. But I still don't think $15 million opening for this is good. No. I mean, you know, this opens, like I said, 15 years ago, 20 years ago. It does like $40 million opening mm-hmm. weekend. But it's just like nobody wants to see these things. I mean, $15 million, it'll probably top out at like 40 something in the box office. Yeah. Well, it'll make his money, but they, I mean, it's the star wattage, and there's been conversations of that, of that, whether or not, you know, you get these um, big stars in these movies, and they're just not pulling their weight anymore. And they were really pushed with the press. The budget for this was supposedly about 27 but they were out in full force with interviews. Absolutely. And, making the festival circuit, just <clears throat> pushing these stars forward, but still opening at number three. The number two and number one spots are both going to Disney movies again. The Jungle Book coming in at number two with $17 million, dropping only 30%. It's in its fifth week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... This is tons and tons of money. It just keeps on going. It's, it's printing t- money over there. Total domestic gross right now is... Three hundred and eleven million on a one seventy five budget, mm-hmm. and then in its second week, Captain America dropped fifty nine percent, down to seventy two point six million dollars. Bigger, that's a bigger drop than I yeah, thought it would do. We thought it was it could be, it could have been closer to about ninety, especially talking about how it has gotten pretty good reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, but still in the top of the heap, still bringing in the money, and I think you know just. I had it at 200. I mean, mostly everybody did. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't didn't come anywhere near that. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's superhero fatigue. I'm not sure. I mean, look, Batman and Superman just came out. That's obviously out of the top 10 already. What a disaster. <laughs> it's not even in the top 10. No, I Batman vs. Superman is coming in at the 13th spot right now in its eighth week. What did it do, like 800? It brought in 520,000. Are you serious? Oh yeah. Oh, my God. Like, if yeah. that, that movie was good, it would still be in the top five. Probably, like, number three. Because it could have yeah. did 15. Eight weeks. You're t- like, you. look at Zootopia, which it was in its 11th week mm-hmm. and was barely missing out on the top five. Mm-hmm. So, Batman vs. Superman just really crashing down the charts. Crashing and burning. Crashing and burning. I got a lot of flack this week for a thing I said about Suicide Squad. 
Oh no! What did you say? Well, I just said it was. You know, I got word from a couple of people that it was good that that it's a mess right now and it needs to be fixed. You know, and I people really went in on it. You have to be careful. You have uh, to yeah, be careful be, I mean, hey, look. You know, I only state facts. I've said that before. No, you state that's a rumor. It's a rumor. A rumor that I state facts? Both. All right. Well. No. It is a, you report on rumors sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. So that's not really reporting on facts. Uh, you know, people can win battles. I win wars. Okay. I always have. Well, before we go on to our international numbers, a little bit more on, I think, let's just look at Money Monster for a second. As you said before, this could have made a lot more money a couple of years mm-hmm. ago. But just on George Clooney's opening weekends, at opening when it opens at 14.7, Money Monster's taking the 11th spot on his openings list. So it's coming behind Three Kings, but in front of the American. But if mm-hmm. you look at his top 10 Monuments Men is from 2014, and yeah. Gravity is his number one in 2013. But everything else is coming in, like, prior to 2008. Yeah, I mean, look, he has Ocean's Eleven franchise stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and, and other stuff is like Leatherheads and, you know, whatever else he's just doing. not... He's a, you know, he's just not that that, no. that, that guy. I and mean, for Julie Roberts, this is the fifteenth on her in her opening weekend list, coming behind Mirror Mirror and the Pelican Grief. These people Please. don't see these movies anymore. Their fans are they don't watch movies as much as anybody else does. They stay at home and wait till it come on Netflix. You know, it tells, but it's it's you know it's 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 uh, evident in the numbers that you know it's either got to be. You animation or a superhero a movie or or something you know that strikes a chord you know but we will see because so what seems like what has power make a comic book movie or come up with an original concept or you can do some hidden marketing like cloverfield lane but yeah exactly who knows what the recipe for success is? Let's go into these international numbers. Civil War earned a predictable second weekend in the Chinese box office, of albeit it at a much slower pace than its opening. It topped the chart with a comfortable margin over the U.S. crime drama Criminal. Civil War earned $30.8 million, which is down 68% of its opening at 95.1. After 10 days, that put it on a cumulative $155 million. Criminal mm-hmm. stole eight million in its opening three days. The Chinese mm-hmm. romancer Book of Love, which led the, the chart three weeks ago, oh, took five point six. And after seventeen days, it has a cumulative one hundred and eleven million. Because all we're talking about basically is to the Chinese box office this week. China music drama Song of the Phoenix was opened <sighs> wider in its second weekend and took three point five nine million for a ten day cumulative total of four point one five million. And then. The Jumble, Jungle Book completed its theatrical run on Saturday with only $1.41 million and $150 million after four weeks. That's so pretty good. Pretty much all of these just start with China. So I think JT just only looks up China box office right now. Well, that's all he cares about. I mean, he's obviously gallivanting around somewhere. I think he's busy somewhere in Burbank. Um, I think I might have saw him going into this massage parlor down there. It's a good one, though. Were you it's, jealous? Yeah, I know. I could use one right now, like a real one, not like the ones I usually go to. You know, so, but the thing is, it's like, um, I, I was going to say last week, but I wasn't here, you know, I thought Captain America, I mean, yeah, Captain America was going to eclipse Batman versus Superman domestically in 10 days. And it pretty much has done that almost. Oh yeah. I believe it's also pushed. It's pushed. Um, I want to see the Marvel, um, 
the over ten billion dollars. Yes, it's ridiculous. Ten billion dollars for this Marvel universe. They don't pay any That's of the employees crazy. any money. It's also probably going to be our first film of the year to cross that one billion dollar mark. So we're waiting on that. It's coming that or, close. That Zootopia, they're close. No, Zootopia's on its, on its way out. But you got to look at uh, Marvel. Ten billion dollars. Like I said, they pay their employees junk over there. Also, well, if you're looking for a movie that's not as big of a blockbuster or who has um, this type of budget, you might want to go find The Lobster. We talked Mm. about it last week. It's from age 24. It's high on my list right now. I think on a lot of people's lists because although it was only in four theaters, it made almost $200,000. It's coming in at about a uh, $47,000. A thousand dollar per theater average, which is really good for a specialty box office movie. It does have great buzz, even though it's it's a little bit of a wonky sense of humor. That's right up my alley. That's uh, this is high on my list. I'm seeing it this week. I think I might be too. Yeah, let's go together. We'll find it. We'll go. We'll go (laughs) in one of these four theaters. One, two are bound to be in LA. You know, you'll you could do bungee jumping, whatever you did. I'm going skydiving. Oh yeah, skydiving. Right, skydiving. That, that is the plan for the What week. are you thinking about? Like, uh, you know, do you have to wear like a like one of those outfits and stuff? I like think that? I have to wear like a full, horrible yellow jumpsuit. Do you really? I think so. And you get burnt or something, right? Well, I'm doing the 18,000 do foot jump, so you need oxygen. So I think I have to wear a jumpsuit. Yeah, because it thins out. Yeah, you do have to wear a jumpsuit. But we'll. I'll tell you what, jumping out of those planes and stuff like that is something I'll never do unless I really have to do it. Really? Yeah, I would never do that. I want. I really want to do the squirrel suit one. I just had to get into a helicopter, uh, and that was torture. Are you was, scared of heights? Like, yeah, actual. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, if I I'm told you guy. to climb just a regular ladder, would you be scared? No, I could do that. Okay, what about like a painter's ladder? Well, what's in it for me? You know, I mean, I'm not going to do That's it just because you think works. I got to do it. That's not how fear works. Yeah, it is. If you said, "Hey, I'm going to do jumping jacks in front of you," I'll go climb Mount Everest. I don't think – would Mount Everest make you have a fear of heights? No. Because that's like solid ground. Uh, well, you know, you got to go up halfway Fine. and then stay there for two weeks and then get accumulated to the air. I was 7,000 feet in the air the other day and a mountain. Did you get a headache? No, but somebody had a seizure. I had to go resuscitate him. It was on, it was on the, the breezy video. That's actually very scary. It was really scary. He's foaming out of the mouth. I thought he got electrocuted. You have to tell, we have a game. You weren't here last week, so we need to fulfill your duties of being the international game ringleader. Yeah, I know. I got that. Well, I talked to my buddy Wang this this whole weekend. He is going, well, me and JTE are looking for an animator. I wanted to say this. We're looking for an an animator to do our show. I have 10 episodes written. They're going to be 10-minute webisodes. Mm-hmm. Um, they're fantastic ideas. It's mm-hmm. JT and Finstock meet Jack Nicholson, sort of. Is it full uh, we, animation? Yeah. We, okay. we go back in time to bust Sean Penn out of jail. Okay. Um, we stop, we go and try and stop Ariel Winter's breast reduction in real life. Uh, there's countless episodes. If somebody's an animator, DM me. We'll talk about it. There's not a lot of money involved in it as of right now, uh, but there could be. I'm going to stay out of this picture. And the schmoes you, are involved. You, you go about it's, that. It's going to be amazing. Is this your replacement for the international titles game? No, no, or I have are that. Go I'm just saying, it? you know, if you want to see the JT and Finstock animation show, I need an animator. And I know there's a lot of, you know, cats out here who watch us and the schmoes and stuff like that that may lend a hand. You want to get in Hollywood, I'll throw you in a video. And if your sister's got a good body, she'll be in the video as well. 
It's animated. No, that's for the videos. Oh, I gotcha. Could, I could find work for them that way. Just keep an eye out, everybody. It's going to get real. All right. Okay. International titles game. Yeah, that's Break correct. Break out the Rosetta Stone, because it's time for the international title game. I try to pantomime JT, but he's just so good at that stuff. So I just, you know, do nothing with that. We just all just silence. He's the best. So, uh, foreign movie title game, obviously, four titles. One, uh, one's uh, fake. They're all from China. My buddy Wang. He's going to be a character in the show as well. I'm going to lean on him for what, what's really going on in the Chinese box office episode. Just, you know, it's going to be a lot of like embargo stuff. Good okay. stuff. Great yeah. characters going yeah, on. Yeah, there were 10 this. episodes in 10 days. I'm that kind of guy. Anyway, let's go. Uh, we're doing Russell Crowe for okay. his movie, The Nice Guy, that's coming out that I'm really looking forward to as well. I agree. It's I like hard. Shane Black. I think it's right up his alley. It's his genre. Um, he crushes when he does this. I was an extra in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. It was really fun. Anyway, that being said, Master and Commander. I remember this one. Yeah, when he was like Captain Nemo or whatever the hell he was. Uh, there was something about finches or something. Yeah, something like that. It's called Pole, like a pole dancer, like just Pole, P-O-L-E. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was my name in high school. Okay, okay. Pole. Yeah, Pole. Uh, nice Guys. Oh, the new one. Yeah. False Credit Information Agencies. I haven't seen this movie, so I don't know yet. False credit information agencies. Okay. It's like, you know, it's like that's, it's, it's like probably like a bodega that runs like stuff in the back in the Bronx. Well, it's just about the two of them that no, I. No, it's about I, a fallen porn star or something like that in the 70s, which is right up my alley. I don't think that's what it's about. Yeah, it is. I'll look it up. You keep going. Okay. American Gangster. Big disappointment. Um, American Black. That's what it's called. <laughs> Uh, no, it's not. Yes, it is. Okay. Cinderella Man. Final Blow. Final Blow. I don't like any of these titles. They're all, well, you figure out which one's wrong then. But I don't like any of them. Also, Nice Guys is about Holland March, Ryan Gosling, as a down-on-his-luck private eye in 1977 Los Angeles. That is not whatever you said. Yeah, it's got a, it involves a porn star. Read the whole synopsis. Okay. Um, Jackson Healy, Russell Crowe, is a hired enforcer who hurts people for a living. Fate turns them into unlikely partners after a young woman uh, named Amelia mysteriously disappeared. Who is a porn star. It does not say that. Then they probably don't want to get scare people away. Throw the word porn star in it. People don't want to see it. I think you made that up. Throw the word porn star in it. But I'm going to say that um, the American Gangster one is false. So Master and Commander, Paul. That's just so random. I think it's true. Nice guys. False credit information agencies. American gangster. (laughs) You chuckled. American black. I think I'm going to stick with it. Cinderella man. Final blow. We really need to get the three of us here because it's really only fun if I beat JTE. Well, what about the engineer? You don't like beating him? I really, I think the false one is pole, but I really hope. It's not American Black, because I would love to see the movie poster for American Black. <coughs> uh, American they're, Black they're the best over there. American I'll call Gangster. Wang. Give me your email after this. Wang will send it to you. 
we guessed. But I don't think it's Paul because Paul is just too random. Well, you're wrong because Paul is the fake one. Really? Yeah. I am the winner. You are the winner. It's Why like North. Because it's, like, it's, it, it's called like North Pole something something. And I just like the word Paul because I was called, you know, they called me Paul, you know, the chicks. <laughs> Oh gosh, I just <laughs> I just disappointed myself. Yeah, you shouldn't have. You fell for that one. Okay, let's Hook, get. Line, sinker. We're gonna just keep going and go into our top five grossing films list of Good the job, week. Good job, engineer. And yes, congrats, wonderful you. Uh, <laughs> and our list for this week it is also inspired by the nice guys or nice guys because. It is our action buddy comedy list. This is coming to you from Box Office Mojo. And the list supposedly represents all the action buddy comedies from 1980 to present. Mm. And we are going to have to do a couple of smushing some titles together because we don't like to do a whole list of a franchise. Never did. So we are going to start with Lethal Weapon Two. Technically, it's coming in seventh place, but it's going to be our fifth place. It had a lifetime gross of $147 million back in 89. That's a great number for 1989. Uh, and a fantastic sequel to a fantastic film. Probably, my, in my opinion, one of the top five or top three best movies, buddy movies it's of all time. It's interesting because it made way more <clears throat> money, I believe, than the original. Let's yeah. double check. Well, one was a sleeper hit. Le- yes, Lethal Weapon only, the original only made $65 million. So and you're jumping from 65 all the way up to 147 for because number two. it took two. over the world. It had figures. It had action figures. And then we have a female buddy comedy with the heat, $159 million. Struck a chord. Struck a chord. Has inspired parodies. Sandra Bullock, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. And keep that trend going. <clears throat> Honestly, not my favorite movie. No, I thought it was corny. But it's it made this list. It's One- good money. Sandra makes good money. I thought you said Heat with like Val Kilmer and Robert De Niro. I was like, what? <laughs> no. How is that a buddy? Yeah, comedy? that's not a buddy. Comedy. I was like, I was like, no, this yeah. would be the Heat, the Heat, the Heat of female buddy comedy on the list. And then we're gonna go up to the. M- we are going to skip over a couple and go up to 22 Jump Street. Mm. I think one of the funniest buddy comedies really set the tone for Mr. Channing Tatum. I like the first one better, though. 21 Jump Street? Yeah, whatever it was, yeah. Well, it doesn't make the list. 21 Jump Street actually comes in at number 12. 22 Jump Street made $191 million a lot of money. in 2014. You'll see more of them. <laughs> Well, he, this was something that Channing Tatum really had when he did Twenty One Twenty Two. He's just been expanding his genres. Yeah, he's got great comedic chops. He's been doing they work really everything. well together. They work really well together. And then he's in, he's in the New Kingsman. Is he? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. And then Rush Hour Two is on our list as well, bringing in two hundred and twenty-six million dollars. First one was good. This one, the second one, uh, Rush Hour, fallen off. <clears throat> and yeah. the number one spot for buddy comedies goes to Men in Black. Men in Black is also all over this list. It technically yeah. takes the fourth place, the fifth <clears throat> spot. Brought to you by Sony, um, and it made two hundred and fifty. Million dollars in 1997. Is that what it was? 97? Great movie. Yes. I mean, I, I love that movie. I, th- I thought it was fantastic. It was Will Smith at his best. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones was great. Uh, what's her name? The other girl, uh, 
Linda Florentino, who I love. We need JTE for all of his random film facts. Nah, we don't need him here today. Uh, he's doing his thing. You know where he he's at. He is doing his thing. No, but I think, yeah, Linda Florentino is a, was, was my favorite. Like, this For this one? Yeah, you look like her a little bit. You have like a, like a Lin- Linda Florentino vibe. Yeah. I don't think I do. Yeah, maybe a little bit. I don't know, but how... It's a, it's a sassy. It's like a... It's a... It's delivery, maybe. Could be, well, it could be cheeks. It could be the cheekbones. We will see where know. Russell Crowe... Forearms, Crow, maybe. Maybe the forearms. I forearms don't... Or... You can't look like someone based on your forearms. Yeah, you could. I complimented a waitress the other day on her forearms. She said she never got that before in her whole entire life. Do you agree with me? I do not think you can <clears> compare <throat> people based on their forearms. Unless it's like... You could. No, you can't. Look, I'm I'm Unless highly intellectual. Like the Hulk I'm, to someone who looks. I'm a highly like the intellectual She-Hulk. person. Highly intellectual. I skipped like three grades in grade school. Well, I know what I'm talking. We about. will see where the nice guys. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just ignoring you. Um, where the nice guys kind of stacks up. You have Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling becoming this mm-hmm. new thing. They introduced at the Oscars. It's been getting some nice buzz. I think yeah. people are excited about it. It's probably not going to bring in the money of some of our other upcoming releases, like Neighbors Two, Sorority <sighs> Rising. So, Neighbors in 2014 brought in $150 million. Yes, that's correct. It opened at about $50 million, like $49. Rated R comedy, Seth Rogen, Zac Efron. And Chloe Grace Moretz, who's going to be no, wearing a bikini. Now we have Chloe Grace Moretz. Yeah. I think actually they yeah. are all returning. She is. Uh, and they are. Seth Rogen didn't want to do this, but they paid him a lot of a lot of. A lot of money. A lot of green, yeah. I Not mean, it has either, a like 66% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's basically almost the exact same movie, except for it's a sorority, yeah. and it's their shenanigans. The, the people are calling it live action. What the hell does that mean? It's not a live action movie. What do you mean? It's like a live action movie they're calling it. What, well, are we seeing something? Is there like going to be some stuff? What's going on? Are now? you asking if it's an action movie? It's they, not they're calling action. it a live action movie. Versus what? A comedy. It's like a live action comedy. I think that just means it's with people. <laughs> Maybe. I'm not sure. But no, there's a lot of gags where like people are flying all over the place. I don't know. It just seems like the replay joke, but it will probably make a lot of money and has a wide release. I also coming Chloe in, Grace in the bikini is who she's working with. Angry the Angry Birds movie is coming <laughs> out. No, three years too late. That is kind <clears throat> of the general consensus, but the original Angry Birds launched in 2009. It remains the top paid mobile app yeah, 1 billion of downloads. all time. 1 billion. And the creators of that app, I believe it's called Rovio, they've been like, their, no, their money has been dwindling, but they are the ones who bankrolled the $73 million feature. They could bankroll. They have a so billion dollars. Billion times whatever it was the cost out of it. It's, and all the merchandise that go along with that. I mean, they're staying positive that this is going this to. This probably own yachts and this is going to make good money. I like Angry Birds. I didn't have it on my phone. It but. is one of the only animated uh, films we have for this demographic right now. Yeah. It, it, I think, though, between Neighbors 2 and Angry Birds, neither one of them is absolutely guaranteed. Because for Neighbors 2, you have the repeat joke. People already feel that they've seen this movie. Sure. For the Angry Birds, it's coming in l- pretty late to the game, but it doesn't have a lot of competition. So they who- threw those schmosh idiots in it. Those idiots from YouTube, the Schmosh Brothers or whatever the hell they're called. Oh, I do not know. Yeah, douche. 
But and then you have the nice guys are just probably going to make nowhere near the amount of the money that these two make. But no, it nice does guys, have people more. Nice guys can do. Nice guys can do money maker money or money monster money. Money monster, yes. Yeah, I could do fifteen. Money monster, might yes. Do, but it you might have be more two, like twelve. But you have two newcomers that are going to do way more, and they're going to bump down sure. to movies that already have been making a lot. So where is nice guys going to fit into that? Mm-hmm. We will have to decide. Mm, that's a tough one. But Nice Guys does have 94% on, on Rotten Tomatoes compared to the 66 from Neighbors 2 and the 60 from Angry Birds. But ratings don't always affect how much money you are going to make. No, there's a lot of big movies coming so out. So going into it. Next week, too. What they have to compete against is <clears throat> Captain America Civil War. It's number which one. Really? You yeah. think continued? Yeah, I mean, nice. I mean, neighbors if it drops different. 50%, it's, it's going down to 35 Neighbors 2 ain't going to do 35. Nice guys is definitely not going to do that. Angry Angry Birds? No, I don't think so. Disney movies animated typically make at least about, what, 60? Is Angry Birds Disney? No. No. But it's animated and has nothing it's competing against. That's true. Um, I still still have... Okay, fine. You you go ahead with your predictions then. Captain America number one. Okay. Angry Birds number two. Okay. Um... Neighbors number three. Okay. Hmm. The Nice Guys number four. Okay. And, you know, oh, maybe, hmm. Well, the Jungle Book might get a lot taken out of that. Captain America number one. Yes. Angry Birds number two. Yes. Neighbors number three. The Jungle Book number four. And then Nice Guys at number five. All right. I'm going to say that we are not going to start with Captain America. It will lose its throne this week to Angry Birds. It's a little bit of a wild card, Hmm. but I just don't think we have a lot of competition there. And it's not strange for animated movies to make over or thereabouts 50. So we're going to say Angry Birds. And then the original Neighbors made 50. Million opening? on its opening. It's gonna. Do, it's gonna. It might do. If it loses fifty percent, then it will lose to Captain America. But I think it could do it. So I'm going to say neighbors to. Then we have Captain America Civil wow. War. Then we're. I know. I'm just throwing things. No, I like there. it. Then we have. If we drop down, if Jungle Book drops another thirty. Percent, mm-hmm. it's dropping down to about twelve million. I think that's right around the ballpark where Nice Guys is going to come in. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to make about Money Monster movie um, uh, money. So I think it's going to come in probably closer to about fourteen. So I'm going to sneak it right ahead of Jungle Book, hmm. Nice Guys, and then Jungle Book. Wow, this we is you're going on a limb. This is really taking a a turn. Yeah. Taking Maybe. a turn? Yeah, this is uh, this is very different of you. You're taking a chance. <laughs> I'm tr- I'm just trying to do some math. We'll see yeah. if it works out. I like it. Let's see if we have any callers <laughs> on the line. Do you think we probably have to send out a number? Do we have the specific number out for this for this studio? The number for this studio is four two four two five three zero five zero four. Wait, though, so there you 0504. are. 0-5-0-4. So you really think Captain America's going to finish third, huh? That's 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 a big one. It'd be a huge drop. I completely <clears throat> agree. But we have been 
kind of overestimating it from the beginning. Mm-hmm. We thought it was going to be 200. It wasn't. We thought it was going to drop down to 90. It mm-hmm. didn't. Now it's at 72. Let's hmm. say 72 million. Let's just do some math. 72 million. I'm so disappointed in the schmodown the other day with the tag team thing. I didn't play well. I think I cost, I cost us the championship. I'm not happy about it. We had those guys on the ropes. They don't get Star Wars. They lose. If I don't get some shitty topics, we're gonna we're gonna face them again. It's gonna be a different story. Okay, yeah. I have faith in you. Yeah. I have faith no, in we, you. You can you know, recover. We'll win. But if it drops another fifty percent, it is coming in at thirty six. So I don't think it's gonna go that far. I think you're gonna see like a forty two million dollar thing here. So you think it's gonna drop thirty million? So yeah. forty. Uh, do you want to know what the percentage for that is? Let's see if we have any callers online. If not, we'll like wrap 30, early. So I think. Oh. Hello, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Well, this is Boss Turner. <laughs> yes. Hey, Boss. Hey, Boss. I'm glad you're back, man. I was out, I was out last week. Yeah, I know he wasn't there. I called into the show. Now this is JTE, ain't there? Yeah, I know. He's he's in Burbank. He's the gigolo, man. He's got. Yeah, he's all he always be busy. I'll be looking at his trail all the time. He posts a lot of different. You know, last week I saw you post up a joke about about Suicide Squad being a mess at DC Warner Brothers. Yeah. I was kind of upset about that because because I'm looking forward to Suicide Squad in August. Yeah, look, so am I. It's really high. Look, so am I, boss. I mean, look, I only state facts that I I hear, you know, from people who who are reliable sources that I can't reveal right now, or they'll be fired. So, yeah, if, I mean, look, I, was, I know Suicide Squad. And those suits, that's why I had to go back and do some reshoots because yeah. they're mm-hmm. trying to make it more action. Yeah, they this, they they, they shot this movie. It, it, this movie gotta be good for DC. If it's good, so I'll see the rest of the DC movies. If it's not, DC Look. is done for me. Marvel, I think Marvel is always gonna be my best best option. Mm-hmm. Marvel will just keep keep winning. Yeah. I think sometimes, though, when there's the pressure on a film to hold up a whole world, have to do research, uh, reshoots, you don't know what they're changing. And it sometimes worries me that they ch- are changing a movie from what the director's vision was to what they Bye. think the audience wants. And I think right. normally when movies generalize and are trying to copy or trying to pull a tone from something else, you end up with a disconnect from mm-hmm. what the actual director set out to do. And then you end up with some sort of puzzle of trying to fit these two things together. And I'm hoping it works because I also want this to work. But so so do I. That that's creates the, a little bit of fear. That's the misconception. I got two questions to ask today. The, All right. the box office, chapter builders will stay on one until I expect because I'm actually a popular zone looking forward to seeing my question is, I thought I earlier I heard DC, I heard DC is doing a, um, I heard DC is doing a Holly Quinn movie. Mm-hmm. As soon as that's what mm-hmm. I ain't out yet. Yeah, that's, I mean. Uh, yeah, I'm she not really surprised. likes the character. I mean, that's, have I think, l- that's the, the breakout character. That, that'll I mean, be the breakout character. I think Warner Brothers may have a little jitty because they, they doing this right now and putting this in the work. I think one of us had confidence Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad is it's going to be a big hit for them in August. I don't know how much it's going to make them when it opening weekend, mm-hmm. but a lot of people, but a lot of people are going to go see it opening weekend, opening day, so it's me. It's tough. Oh, yeah, it'll well, do good money, but I mean, look, that... I think that this, for on Harley Quinn specifically and Margot Robbie, I think that the most of the marketing has primarily been focused on her. I think that on top of that... There's a big surgence right now of getting 
like more female dominated like roles in like in this genre. I think they've also come out with saying that it's supposed to be Harley Quinn plus some sort of like all girl squad. That's also a really nice compliment. If you have um, with the focus on Wonder Woman that we saw earlier this year, like they might be just like trying to push that angle. Sure. I mean, look, I think you got to look at it this way. Um, I want Suicide Squad to be good. Trust me, I yeah, do. Yeah, I want it to be good too. But uh, I'm looking you know, forward to this movie for months. They got they got to depict the characters really well. I mean, look, the bottom line is, you know, DC hires people who who. I mean, in Warner, they hire people who are not big yeah. comic book fans, and it becomes an issue. Now, Batman and Superman uh, in in Warner screenings got you know stand up applause. I don't know who's there. Probably a bunch of yes men, but it is what it is. Now, yeah, I applied for Wonder Woman on Batman vs Superman. The rest of the movie was complete boring. Now, speaking about that, my favorite question is about that. I've been hearing a lot of people keep saying Batman vs Superman had an effect on Captain America's box office number. I disagree. I think the reason why Captain America Civil War did make $200 million because a lot of people watched it online. It's like they had early screenings in August, I mean, April, early, and a lot of people watched it online. And so before every things or before they got released here, I think that has something to do with this box office number. I don't think Batman and Superman had nothing to do with that. I, I don't think so either. Batman and Superman yeah, was basically I, done I, by I them. I keep saying that through like... Yeah. It could I be, man. Like so I watch the Collider people, like, every time. I watch the Collider people, so, like, oh, Mark um, Ellis and all them and stuff. So yeah. They don't want to, like, say that. So I disagree with them, what they be saying sometimes. Because I don't think that's true. I mean, look, 170-something is not nothing to shake a stick at. Yeah, I mean, because, it's I mean, hard yeah, to get to 200. Anyway, so that was a disappointment. It's not a disappointment because Captain America's so war. It's always the 940, always passed by every Superman worldwide. It's, it's, it was a, it was a, going to crack a billion by the end of this week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah It'll easily. be there. Easily. It'll be there. Yeah. I, it, the, the numbers, in my opinion, have almost absolutely nothing to do at this point with Batman versus Superman because of how Batman versus Superman has just continued to drop. That's, Audiences are not going to see that over going to taking no. time to see war. That's not even their rewatchability. They're if not anything, If anything, it. the Jungle Book took away from it. Yeah. If anything. Yeah. And I, I actually agree with some people saying that. I think next week, I think the box office number for both of those movies might have a little effect on X-Men a little bit. Cause I heard X-Men post open at $120 million next week. Mm. I don't think X-Men Apocalypse is going to make that much money next weekend. I, I mean, we will see because X-Men Apocalypse yeah, is also one that has mixed reviews. Because all the bad, all the mixed reviews for yep. that, it may hurt it a little bit. Yeah, I, I think it will. I see it myself. I, I mean, think it look, will. social media really... Uh, it, it stops people from going to the movies. That's it. That's a plain. It's a fact. You know, it just is what it is. All right. So yeah. we will have All to right, do our man. predictions on X Men Apocalypse next. Thanks, boss. Week. Thanks for the call, boss. So you're the best. All right. Bye. Bye. So we can stay tuned for that for next week. We will talk about those numbers. We'll see how everything turns out this past mm. weekend. Thank you all for tuning in. You can find us on YouTube, iTunes, rate, subscribe, do all of those things, please. Or you can find us on Twitter. Yeah. You can find me in St. Louis rolling on dubs as well. At or Bob, there. At Bob Finstock. At Sarah underscore Stratton. Thanks for watching. Poof.
from producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm the viewers Richard expressed Wentworth, here and those of the hosts only do not necessarily the reflect the views Network. of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals. 